Hey, Vision Builders. I'm here with Jeff Anderson with Convoy of Hope. I always love getting to chat with him and just it's encouraging to hear what one organization can do in our states and around the world. And they're more specifically our partner with Feed One, where we get to feed 400 kids every single school day. And so, Jeff, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us today. Thanks, Ashley. It's great to be with you. Yeah, when I think about the kids that we feed every single day, I try to think of like, you know, here in America, yeah, we have kids who are malnutritious, or malnutrition, malnourished. That's a thing. Yes. But it, city, state, globe, kind of help us get a reality of what in our world, like child hunger, child malnutrition, like what does that really look like? Yeah, so uh, I'd be happy to ask that. So I, it, hoping that I was a subject matter expert on these subjects, I do know the need, not all of the into the weeds detail, but I can tell you this today on planet earth, 16,000 children will perish because they don't have something good to eat and they don't have access to clean water. So that would be like, um, maybe 20 to 30, uh, 747s crashing. If one of those planes crashed, all flags would be at half mast across the country morning, four or 500 people. How about 16,000 people every day that perish because they don't have uh, the nutrition they need, the micronutrients, the proteins, the vitamins and minerals, the clean water. And so they're never able to develop the way God designed them to develop. Of course, most of this is happening in developing countries. Um, What we're experiencing, we're currently feeding uh, and I don't want to get ahead of us, but we're feeding yeah. over 400,000 children now in 29 nations. Uh, this was just released a couple of weeks ago here at Convoy. Awesome. And uh, your kingdom, your, your, your partners, your people with a passion and a heart for yeah. the lost and the hungry, you guys are directly involved in that elevation of program at Convoy because you guys have been a faithful partner to feed one. I love it, which makes me excited when we start with 200 kids, then we said 300 kids, yes. now we're 400 kids, now yeah. we're leaving, we're going to be at 500 kids, Exciting. and it can feel like, yes, a big jump a little bit, but then it can also feel so small when you hear the big yeah. number collectively, but yeah. I love your your mantra um, with Convoy of Hope, which is what? <laughs> you get it, This is the moment we get to quote Mother Teresa. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't feed 100, then just feed one. Yeah, And I also know this, uh, she also said something else. I had a chance to meet her in India years ago and went to her place and toured in, in the, the area where she was. It's a very, actually, it's, but uh, she, she looked at me and she said, uh, where, you, where do you live and where do you serve? And I told her, and she looked at me and she said, Calcutta is everywhere. Hmm. And I said, yes, ma'am. I mean, what do you say to Mother Teresa? Um, and because you see the need, you know, put your God goggles on and see the world through the eyes of Jesus. You begin to see things that you didn't see before because you're saying, God, let me have your perspective. And then of course, like the good Samaritan, you don't just see the need and feel the need. You respond to the need. And I think that is what uh, your people, your church family continue to do uh, even that $10 gift or, If they're sponsoring multiple kids, 30, 40, whatever they're doing, it's going to the collection of really 
sustaining kids around the world. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that because you can hear about it, but it's another thing to like feel the weight. So I love just that yeah. picture that you um, were able to give us with how many kids will like will perish today because they don't have that meal, but we're saying, right. Hey, we're not okay with this. So this is what we're going to do. And we're so grateful for an organization like Convoy of Hope that can steward that well, knows the correct countries and how did you do it in a very healthy manner? Um, I love that you're attached to schools. So they're getting education. There is nurses. So it's just healthier lifestyle, but then it goes beyond that because you can of course give a meal, then they're still going to be hungry the next day. Right. So talk to us a little bit about your um, agricultural program that you guys have. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So sustainability and dignity are part of compassion ministries. So uh, the old adage, you know, you can feed a man a fish lunch or you can teach him how to fish. So Convoy of Hope has a, um, an interesting mix of how God has opened doors for us to do this. So while we want to bring the relief to people through a hot meal, we don't just give things or stuff, but we actually teach skills and life change so that it brings, we show compassion and mercy without creating a culture of dependence. And that is ultimately what our driving, you know, we have a driving passion to feed the world. That's kind of like our byline on all of our trucks and our vehicles and everything. So it's not rocket science, you know, food, water, critical supplies, everybody needs them, Mm -hmm. but there's enough food, clean water and resources to go around. It's getting it to the people. It's giving them access to it. That is the issue in the world that we're living in. So with renegade governments or or governments that are not of by and for the people, economies that are upside down. But here's the beautiful thing. In all of those countries, God has people. And that is why the church is our primary partner. So to answer your agriculture question. So it's very cool. We've trained uh, almost 25,000 farmers in our agriculture program. And uh, all around the world, a lot in Caribbean, in the Central America, in Europe, in Australia, um, even in Asia, uh, Southern Asia. So basically providing good seeds that work in those um, hemis- in that hemisphere, in that climate, in that zone, good training, and then looking uh, at how the, the farmers, so for example, the dragon fruit farm in Nicaragua, we have 101 farmers, we have 10,000 dragon fruit trees. Their sole goal in life is to, during the seven years of drought in Nicaragua, where they couldn't grow beans, rice, and corn, they were growing dragon fruit in a very arid climate. Our soil scientist gave, pitched them the idea, it worked. They got the land, they replanted this area. They're having bumper crops of dragon fruit And the farmers go out into the middle of the field and they raise their hands and they just say, this is all God's doing. Mm. And they're able to sell their product, feed their families, and then they tithe 10% of whatever uh, the crop was into the feeding program in that country. So now they're back to growing beans, corn, and rice. So if you can imagine this being an equation, so Nicaraguan farmers growing Nicaraguan beans, corn, and rice, feeding little Nicaraguans in children's feeding initiative at Convoy. So it provides jobs, dignity, tangible hope to those farmers. And they're very proud knowing that that food is feeding 
their kids and their grand their grandkids. And so um, that's just a snapshot of what we're doing. You know, Haiti looks very different. Kenya, Africa looks very different, uh, different countries in Africa. So the end game is hopefully convoy them being less dependent upon convoy of hope. And then they're able to grow more and better food to serve their people. And by the way, I just want to say Haitian rice and black beans are probably some of the best in the world. Yeah. And they prefer their own uh, harvest there, but so many things are upside down. They can't get a farm or agriculture online. Uh, uh, Irrigating their crops is a big deal. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of complications that our agriculture family has had around the world. And we're monitoring and kind of resourcing all of that for them. Yeah, I love it. It's life changing. It's country changing. And I love that Convoy of Hope. It isn't a one size fits all formula that you guys know you're in there talking yeah. culture and people and what is best for them, not just so we're the best at helping you, everybody do this. Let us come in and do our thing. You know, exactly. usually work with um, people and for the best of what's best for their country. And I love it. So right. Obviously, you guys just have your hand in a lot of different programs, a lot of different countries, and Ukraine is a big thing right now. And you guys are our go-to partner for the disaster relief and helping the Ukrainian refugees um, help us to understand the weight of that reality and what's going on um, with you guys there. Okay, so uh, this, of course, we're we're fully engaged. We are doing a full-scale response in that part of the world. Of course, it is devastating. Uh, the, the stories and the, the stories we're hearing and the people we're meeting and the needs that we're seeing are pretty overwhelming, but there's an interesting thing happening. Uh, I just was in a meeting yesterday, uh, with some of the leaders and, and one of the principals from our, our operations director in Ukraine. So they're in Warsaw and, uh, what they were experiencing the first couple of days of the shelling of Ukraine was as refugees would come to the border Polish families were waiting at the border, tents, RVs, cars, you know, buses. And as these people would come across, they would feed them, they would get them processed, you know, comfortable, and they would take them to their homes. There are no refugee camps in Poland because the Polish people, the body of Christ and the good people in that country in Moldova are just taking people to their homes. It's radical hospitality. Yeah. And so what's, is there a silver lining on this? I don't know. I can't get all into the geopolitical landscape of this war and the horrible, the evil that's right that we're experiencing. But I will say this, God is working in amazing ways. Uh, Principal leader of Warsaw, Poland, pretty much said, whatever you guys need, there's some space, there's some trucks, you have free passage, do your thing. We're finding favor with government officials there and in Moldova. Both of those are breakaway nations from former USSR. Um, So we're seeing lots of food, lots of meals on Sunday. uh, We've had 9,000 people for breakfast this past Sunday, right across the border and as people collected, over half a million refugees, it's touching a million now. They say up to three million. If this pro, if this war is prolonged, protracted, 
they're looking at uh, two to three million refugees in neighboring countries. So we're moving into a couple of new countries, which we'll probably know about more next week. Uh, So two of the six border nations were set up operationally to basically hygiene kits, food, uh, and then direction just to help get people to safe spaces. Kids are traumatized. Um, Lots of things going on there that we're seeing. And so just really being the hands and feet of Jesus, trying to be a voice of hope and encouragement in a very dark situation. And listen, uh, Ashley, we cannot do what we do without people like you doing what you do. So Convoy was ready to respond. Um, and we had, a, we had a team on the ground with almost, within almost three days of this thing starting. So we knew it was gonna uh, get bad and we didn't know the gravity and the weight and the capacity that God may use us in. And we're still discovering that as we go. So yeah, pray for our team, pray for our beneficiaries, pray for our partners, and then pray for the leadership bordering, pray for Ukraine, but pray for the leadership bordering uh, Mm. nations of Ukraine, because they're worried, but they're also trying to do their best with humanitarian aid as well. That's so great. Like I said, we're just grateful that we can entrust such an incredible God-centered organization with our funds to meet real-time needs and for the love of Christ to be felt and known all the way across the world and just still believing that there is the silver lining that God's going to work this out and he's going to be glorified in the end and in the midst of it even. We're hearing stories yeah. and I'm much grateful that we get to be a part of it. So thank you on behalf of Christ Place Church for everything that Convoy of Hope does. We're grateful to be your partner. Thank you. We're grateful for you, Christ Place, the leadership, the people that have a heart for the world and your trust. Uh, it means everything to us. So we're, we're doing our best to steward the resources that God gives us and stewarding our relationships. We pray just God's blessings on you all. And uh, thank you for your prayers.